Tara. I'm Dan. And welcome to Stars Hollow Weekly. Where we talk about the Gilmore Girls. Weekly. Weekly. Today we are on season one, episode three, called Kill Me Now. Kill Me Now. (laughs) And I even have the IMDb description of the episode. I know, I am very excited. Rory goes golfing with her grandfather and surprisingly has a good time. At Lorelei's Inn, a wedding is stressing everyone out. That's a pretty good description. That's yeah. that's pretty much everything that happened in the episode. I also thought it was pretty good. <laughs> All right. So where to begin with this one? Um, well, the cold open at dinner, I thought that was pretty great. Um, especially with Richard... Um, getting the uh, former chef Anton confused with the former chef Sophia. But it was really like even when Lorelai pointed out one's male and one's female. One was a man. The other was a woman. It still it it was just like so. So it, it I mean it is the first episode too. Obviously we're only like three episodes in but I think it's the first episode where we really see how many um, uh, staff Emily goes through. Mara, Sarah. <laughs> well, yeah, how many she goes through, how much they really don't even know about them. Male, female, name, whether they're there or not. <laughs> At that same point, then, they're equal opportunity um, ignoring you. That's true. Yeah. Ex- except for your faults. Uh, um, <laughs> what did the one staff member do she didn't like? the sing. one? Sing was that he says oh yeah i i hated her dreadful woman because she sang <laughs> so there's that and they mentioned <laughs> lorelei the first oh yeah so this is where they mentioned lorelei the first richard's mother as if she were dead the, yeah. you know i was i was listening again to just to be sure but it was a lot of were and was mm-hmm so they really do set up the stage that Lorelai the first is no longer. And Emily does not like her, it seems. No. So, you know, while Lorelai the first is not deceased, she's actually in England probably right about now. Um, at least they keep that part of the storyline. Yeah. And for the IMDb trivia for this episode, the first mm-hmm. Lorelai, Richard's mom and Rory's great grandmother is right. mentioned in this episode in the past tense. Yep. However, as you just said, she shows up in later episodes alive and well. Yes, she is. So, um, but yeah, actually, I, I didn't even pick that up. So yeah, I guess the, 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 there wasn't much love for Lorelai the first on Emily's part. And that no. does continue. That actually adds a very good um, uh, comparison of how she's not accepted by Lorelai the first as kind of, you know, Emily doesn't really accept Lorelai the second. And this is the first Mm -hmm. episode where I noticed that the intro was kind of in sepia. Yeah, it's it's yellow. It kind of reminds. Okay, so it kind of reminds me of um, this is very random. But if you're like me, you've watched while you were sleeping probably like a dozen times or every year for Christmas. And since I'm married to you, I think I have. You've watched it as well. So I don't know if you know where I'm going with this. But when um. 
when Lucy has like her flash, you know, the main character, uh, Sandra Bullock, Lucy has the flashbacks of her father. She actually makes a comment of something like they're, they're showing like her as a little kid. She's like, I just don't remember it being so yellow or so, like something <laughs> like that. So it, whenever I see the beginning, I'm reminded of that. It's like their beginning. It's like, I don't remember the Gilmore Girls being so yellow. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, I recognize the mother of the bride, but when I looked her up on IMDb, I didn't recognize her name. So I feel yeah, like she I, was just one of those people that's in everything. Yeah, maybe. Um, I, I know she does have like one of those voices, one of those faces where it's like, yes, I've seen her in something before. One of those constant yeah. players. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But uh, the twins, multiple <laughs> twins wedding. What? in the world so they were really freaked out about that especially like michelle he was um he was disturbed about that just let me know when the midgets and clans arrive <laughs> like i mean honestly though like is is it that bad like i besides them the 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 daughters being like heinous people yeah besides that isn't that kind of cute if twins marry twins i don't know it's I don't know, but as uh, Suki asked, mm-hmm. if they accidentally sleep with the other one, is it cheating? And then Lorelai said, no. Yeah, they were pretty sure about that. That was an ish- It's kind of funny. It, I, I, don't, I wouldn't say it seems out of character for Suki to ask that question, but it's kind of, it was kind of a random question. It's like, I didn't really think of that. I just, it's twins marrying twins. Yeah, I don't know. It was just weird so i mean in general though um one of the things i i'm trying to think like back to the episodes but was there a reason to have the wedding in this episode was it like a comparison was it supposed to show some sort of comparison with that rich lifestyle versus the snotty person you know like the people being brought up snotty and then Rory entering like is it supposed to be like this huge metaphor or is it really just to watch the wedding and have some jokes I think it was just to watch the wedding and have some jokes except for at the very end of the episode where there was the little girl being yelled at by her mother her mother saying I didn't Mm -hmm. pay $500 for this dress for you to run around and get sweaty and dirty right right yeah, so you see, you know, Lorelai complains about her childhood, but right then and there you do see kind of the the cruelty in it where the mom does say that to her daughter. So her daughter's at a wedding and she's not allowed to run around and play or enjoy herself. And then the mom, like right after saying that, you know, very meanly saying that to her daughter, like sees someone she knows and like smiles and waves and walks away from her. Yeah. And so you see a little bit of the glimpse of the Lorelai, the second, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) growing up with Emily and Richard being very worried about appearances. Right. And it, you know, you see a little bit of that life. So you do feel a little more compassion for her of, you know, it's maybe it wasn't one huge dig at her, but those everyday minor. Yeah things that they would do to her to keep up those appearances and make her feel less yeah yeah uh, Yeah. a little uh, certainly a little bit of that and speaking of making her feel less richard man he is just a total jerk up until this episode well 
so you say up until this episode, but the jerkness. Is that a word? Sure, it is now. Jerkiness. Jerkiness. Jerkidity. Um, Jerkidity. (laughs) You kind of still see that. So with Rory, obviously, they're really setting it up that he and Rory are like two peas in a pod. But from different worlds, though, because it's so incredibly stilted and he's very petulant going into it. Well, yeah, he's very petulant. and, And you could only imagine because... Um, growing up with Lorelai as a daughter, they really didn't have anything in common. Um, what, what did Emily say at the beginning? I wrote it down because it was that good that um, Lorelai's golf clubs were upstairs gathering dust with the rest of her potential. So yeah, <laughs> while funny, it was terrible though. It was it right. Was, while oh. funny, if that were real life, that would be. Uh, you, you can kind of see why Lorelai wants to run sometimes yeah. here. But um, so he's, I wonder if he's just imagining the, or expecting maybe Rory to be like Lorelai was yeah. as, you know, at that age. And then seeing that she, you know, she enjoys golf. She's interested in his job. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Rory at one point asks uh, Richard, you know, what do you do? Well, what what types of things do you do at your job? And he says something like, oh, you'd be bored. And he can tell that by answer that with that answer, it makes her sad. And she actually does want to know. So yeah. and then they like the same books. And, you know, it's it's maybe he was expecting that sort of relationship he has with Lorelai. Yeah. And then he finds out that Rory isn't like that. Upstairs gathering dust along with the rest yeah. of your potential. So obviously <laughs> their relationship doing better, but even so, um, because you, I, I found that I was always rooting for this Richard that you see in this episode. I was always rooting for that same one to, to or that same personality to go to Lorelai, and you don't see it for a there is some episode, or it's a random one. Yeah. I don't know when it happens in the series, but okay. it's one I caught with you just, you know, around. Lorelai was helping Richard set up a new office. He had left the company he was working for as executive vice president. Right. I'm in charge of all of our international offices. Um, but he was setting up someplace new. She was basically serving as his assistant or office manager pro tem. And they really got along great. Actually, you do bring up a very good that that might be, you know, my memory's a little foggy on it, but that um that might be the episode where you do see them bond the way you want them to bond. And then she has to, you know, without going into too many details, she has to draw a boundary with him and then it's almost like that's that's broken again. Aww. Um I, yeah, so I, that is the hard part because you do you do want that same warmth from Richard to go to to Lorelai and you don't see it for a very long time. See, because I oh, you can hear Milo in the background. Yeah, he has an opinion about that. Yeah, because my uh, he has oh, you strong want you wrong opinions you, about what we're talking you about. Want, right you now. want you want to talk about this, Milo? Yeah, he does. Maybe he thinks we're not putting a, a, a kind spin on Richard at this okay. point. Okay, well, I, I was going to because okay, okay. Uh, my experience with him had been so relatively uh, limited that I thought that, that him being a little colder towards her at the end of that episode, and I don't know where it is, 
win in the series. I mean, right. I, I thought that him being a little colder towards her at the end of it was um, almost a breaking from form at the time that Richard's natural state with Lorelai was kindness and warmth. No, 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 it gets better. It like, and, and you're right. Um, I, I forget how you like just described it a couple of minutes ago, but Richard's not very nice. No, I said, how'd you say it? I, I, I said he was a jerk, and then he was the, we, jer- that's right. the jerkiness, that's right, the jerk, right. the jerkidity. I have short-term memory issues. No, um, <laughs> it was your word. I know. No, but um, he's not as much of a, like he is very actively just mean. In at least I know the first season, he's just kind of mean, and he does warm up and become more of that like not I don't want to say silly character, but just how you want Richard to be. Uh, you'll you'll see what I mean though yeah. as we go along. Emily outright threatens him. <laughs> well, yeah, she's serious. <laughs> she really wants Rory to stay a part of their lives. So, and have- she feels that Richard is endangering that with his uh, resistance to going golfing with with Rory. Milo, what are you knocking up around? He wants attention because we're not paying attention to him what right did he, now. What did he knock off the um, table? I think it was my pen. Okay. Yes. But um, I'm sorry. What did you just say? Um, with Emily's uh, threatening of Richard, um, that his attitude uh, could endanger their relationship with Rory, that like his jerkiness uh, yes. and resistance to wanting to take her to the golf club. Well, yeah. it's And she knows that the you know, their relationship, everyone's relationship kind of hangs on a thread right now. So she's, she's serious. She doesn't want him to jeopardize this relationship in any way. So Mm -hmm. you'll see this happen a a couple of times where she makes her well known that you better act a certain way. We're not driving this one away. I mean, yeah, it's her granddaughter and she wants in the, in her granddaughter's life and everything. Mm -hmm. But I think that, she looks at Rory very much as a second chance. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> and it's a bel- it's a very belated second chance, and she has to make up for lost time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you hit the nail on the head with that one. Okay. She, well, you, you see it already. She gets Lorelai's old golf clubs. Yeah. Um, later, I think she gets Lorelai's room. Collecting dust just yeah. like... <laughs> Lorelai's potential. potential. <laughs> I can't let that line go. It was too great. It's so good. She has, she's very, she's quick. And she's funny, like Lorelai. Amy, Amy Sherman Palladino, well done. <laughs> oh, well, this was an episode where also we saw Lorelai starting to act just like her mother. And, uh, Emily, well, yeah. ca- and Emily calling her out on Emily it. Emily calls her out. And... And then on the other side, Lorelai acting like a child. Oh, yeah. She picks a, a fight about bra size. With Rory. And it's she like. She picks a fight. Like, it's. She, Rory was not responding to her and giving her the attention she wanted. Just so. like our cat. Lorelai's <laughs> a cat. That's true. When she gets into relationships and they get too stifling, she walks away. 
Oh my gosh, Milo, <laughs> is that what you do too? He does. Like if you pet him too much or you get too close, he's like, eh. But right now he wants to cuddle. Well, yeah, because they're ignoring him. So. Like Lorelai wants to cuddle with Luke. Aww. Yeah, Luke wasn't a huge part of this episode. He had two lines, maybe three. They were all short. And they were very one note Charlie um, about the golf club, the golf course yes. uh, being bad for the environment. And let's repeat that again. And then uh, just uh, a comment about Lorelai's burger. Right. That was, yeah, that was it for him, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he wasn't, that wasn't, that's that's why I was wondering about the whole wedding thing. It just seemed to take up a lot of the episode. It took up a lot of real estate. It was it was a B story that was better used as a C story. You know? I know, and I liked it though. It was, you know, it, it showed, I love, I don't know why I like this, love it, but watching Lorelai, what would you call it? Just like talk to her guests and know how to make them happy. Manage. Man, yeah, it just, I, it's so funny the way she does it. And that's like, I think I said this before, but I always like admire the way that she speaks. It's just, you can tell she's usually saying what's on her mind, which uh, remind me to get back to that. Um, she usually says what's on her mind. She's funny. She, she's confident. So I love watching her deal with her guests like that too. So I, I do like the wedding storyline. I think it's funny. It's something I remember. It just, I was just curious why it took mm. up, like you said, so much real estate Yeah, as I, it did. I mean, and it provided for some f- wonderful moments, like seeing the two pairs of twins come together, mm-hmm. Michelle saying, just let me know when the midgets <laughs> and clowns arrive. And then later when they're fighting and uh, then the boys come back in and which one's Matt and which one's Mark. Yeah. And he put a post-it note on one of them to remind him <laughs> which one was which. And you see the post-it note too. Some shows don't really follow through if they say something like that, but there's the post-it note right on the guy's back. But it, it, it was great. It's like this union belongs in a public access station. <laughs> what did that mean? It's just, oh, he just, he went on to describe it. I didn't write down the whole line, but uh, just basically, you know, he says it's, it's messed up, it's tragic, and you can't look away. <laughs> well, they are going to move to, a, what, Arizona? A, sh- a shared condo. A in, shared condo. In Phoenix, Arizona. <laughs> which the mother then says, which is hundreds of miles away. And I'm like, sweetie, that's thousands. That's true, yeah. Connecticut <laughs> She's just to happy. Arizona. And possibly drunk. Oh, yeah, she's happy. She's drunk. She's, she's uh, you could see her getting her uh, drink on, because... She's free mm. of her, uh, free of her daughters. What does she ask, Lorelai? Do you have any children? Do you hate her? <laughs> uh, um, speaking of uh, the mother and mm-hmm. Lorelai and the wedding and everything, I liked Lorelai's wedding going dress as a manager of the hotel. So, that like, was pretty. It was a wonderful dress while still looking very professional. But it was, it was. She looked great in it. It mm-hmm. was a gorgeous dress, and she still looked like I'm in charge. Yeah, it's like, like, and I, I was actually thinking of that too because you know there is that whole thing of she is a mother of a sixteen-year-old, but when you remember she's thirty-two right now, she's yeah. still a young woman. Very. So she's younger than me, right? She's younger than me. So you know she's in that position of leadership, and she has a sixteen-year-old daughter, but she's still a young woman. So why not wear a pretty? purple dress to a wedding at the same point though like the 
professional side mm-hmm. of it. And this episode was what in what year? Two thousand. I want to say. I think so. Yeah, it would have been two thousand. Uh, yeah, yeah, October nineteenth, two thousand, and the dress would be i feel stylish right now it's the type yes. <laughs> it's the type of dress though that you can imagine if we ever get there a woman president of the united states wearing at a really nice event because you know they wouldn't be wearing a tuxedo they'd be presumably wearing a dress up to her inaugural ball or something like that and it's something that you can imagine for that well yeah i wanted that i was thinking i really want that dress like it is so pretty yeah you can go to a nice cocktail hour or run a, a fantastic uh, uh, establishment. Exactly. Little did they know that in 2000, they would pick a dress that 19 years later we would still be admiring. We should look it up and see if it's available. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to wear it because I, I don't have the legs or the boob size. Uh, speaking, well, speaking of which. <laughs> speaking of boob size, here's the here, here's the whole exchange. Oh, they my ha- God. On, on the IMDb page for this episode, and folks, get used to it. I love IMDb. <laughs> um, here is the, here's part of the exchange. I'm talking about that you take my sweaters and you wear them and you stretch them out. I couldn't possibly stretch them out. Your boobs are way bigger than mine. That is not true. Yes, it is. Your boobs are totally bigger than mine. You're crazy. Do you want to measure? What? I'm serious. Why don't you get the measuring tape right now? I'm not going to measure my boobs because you know that you are totally bigger. I'm going inside. Fine. Don't measure. We'll just compare bras. So it's funny hearing, well, for numerous reasons, it's funny hearing you do it because you did both sides and you're talking about, you know, bra sizes and whatnot. But also, if you wouldn't be able to tell who was who in that situation, like which one is the 16 year old, I don't even think a 16 year old would argue like that, but who would be the child in that it's situation? Almost yeah. like, it's almost like a drunk 13 year old. I've never met a drunk thirteen-year-old, but yeah, what? <laughs> I was like drunk college kid or thirteen-year-olds right. argue about it's such just, things. So yeah, so um, I I wanted you to remind me about like Lorelai always speaking her mind. So that's actually one instance where we see her not speak her mind, and what does she resort to? She that. Re- she resorts to childish, <laughs> effectively name calling in this case. Yeah, she wants Rory to. Ask before taking a sweater. It's all of a sudden her favorite sweater. Yes. You don't have a favorite sweater, and it's not this sweater. And you stretch it out, just like you stretch out everything. Yeah. It it was an ugly side of Lorelai. And then at the very end of the episode, when Rory goes off to look at the two books that Richard got, because she's excited, and then Emily goes off too, Lorelai at first has the look on her face of like, should I go too? Mm-hmm. And then answers her own question, sits back down on the couch, and then just looks simultaneously, in my mind, sad that she's not part of the little group, mm-hmm. but also upset that Rory is interested in this. Yeah, story. that was actually one of my, my questions I wanted to ask you. And, you know, maybe it is a both and not an either or but I kept wondering what what upsets Lorelai more the fact that Rory has that relationship with her parents that she never had you know is there still some sadness in that or that Rory is joining that life when she worked when Lorelai worked so hard to keep her from it 
Thing is, I don't think mm-hmm. Rory is joining that life to an extent. I feel like Rory is happy to hang out with her grandparents and she has academic interests the way at least Richard, if not Emily, does. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Emily's interest in this stuff is because Richard's into it or she is genuinely interested mm-hmm. on her own. But Rory has sh- genuinely shared interests. The thing mm-hmm. is, is like with the trajectory, though, of the whole series, Rory does enter that life. Okay. And but- become it. So at first, you, you see her. I, honestly, too, I, I don't know which episode it would be the best to talk about this, but um, I'm in season five when I'm, I'm watching it on my own. And right now, Rory is acting like a 15 year old Mm. and it's funny watching season one episode three we have a 16 year old rory she's acting like you know maybe the 20 year old you know like the age she is in college it's just she has the maturity of a 20 she has the maturity but you can see the 16 year old yeah she's still a child but now that i'm in season five she's in i think her second year at yale I be- yeah, her second year at Yale, she is acting, she has the maturity now of a child and she's starting to enter that life. So mm-hmm. that's why I'm wondering with this early on, you know, if it was like that running theme that they started, because they seem to start things pretty early. It's it's not like they develop like these things and kind of drop them. Um, I'm wondering if it really did just start this early that Rory's entering that life and she the way I would think that Lorelai would think it like she's one of them yeah one of the rich people one of the entitled people and that is a through line to the story so I'm just kind of wondering if it's it is starting now since they you know the writers do set it set up storylines like that pretty early quite possibly and you certainly have a better way of looking at this than I do but from where I'm looking Mm -hmm. at it it's impossible to say that because right, right. it can just come across that Lorelai, the younger, Rory, mm-hmm. Lorelai the third, um, <laughs> is taking advantage of having her grandparents accessible to her for the right. first time. Right. And not that it's, I'm not saying it's like a conscious choice of Rory, like, I'm going to enter the lifestyles of the rich and famous. It's like, it's no, she is interested in her grandparents because she's interested in her grandparents. She is yeah. interested in the academic side she of it. She asks her grandfather, what does he do? And what does that mean? Right. She's a very inquisitive person. So it's just natural that she would want to know. And she is, you know, Lorelai says it twice in this episode, Rory is the sweetest kid um, or the kindest kid or however she words it. But mm-hmm. she really is genuinely interested in what Richard does for a living and is very hurt that he doesn't want to tell her. So it is that like, like you said, like you still see that, like she's still a 16 year old. So that little bit of like maturity level of a 16 year old, but in some ways of just the, you don't want to tell me. Oh, <laughs> like <laughs> a little di- kicked puppy. <laughs> I'm disappointed. I was trying right. to talk and you shut me down, but that's a thing that Emily mm-hmm. certainly does pick up on. So you'd say that no matter what her sins were raising Lorelai, right. let's just assume Everything or just about everything Lorelai says is valid. Right, right. Her emotional IQ has gone way up since then. 
maybe she can't put it on full display with Lorelai because there's just too much history and too much tension right. and they are each other's kryptonite but with <laughs> but with Rory she is a fully developed person Emily is you know oh, okay like she is sensitive to what Rory needs and not just let's go gentle because she's not from this world anymore but rather Let's be her grandparents. Okay. So you say sensitive to what Rory needs, and that kind of reminds me of something that Lorelai said to Emily. You manip or what is she not manipulate the situation, you but forced it. you force the situation. So what is it? Is it that she's sensitive to Rory's needs or is she forcing and manipulating? Maybe a little bit of both. Yeah. I mean why not both? Right. You know? I mean she knows what Rory needs, at least on an emotional level. Mm -hmm. But then she also wants what she wants. Right. And is willing to go to any lengths to make that happen. Right. So, you know, just kind of try to make it all work. Exactly. It's, it's a little bit of both, I guess. Yeah. So, kill me now. The title of the episode. Oh. <laughs> is that for the mother of the bride? That's I know it and that's Was that for Lorelai? Because it obviously wasn't for Rory. It's it's almost like what you would think because when Lorelai was talking with Emily, she kept saying, She's going to be bored. She doesn't want to waste her Sunday. She's a sixteen year old. She doesn't want to be bored. She very much focused on that. She will be bored. Mm -hmm. It was just a given and, and Lorelai was even disappointed you could see it plainly on her face when rory said i wasn't bored yeah you could see the unhappiness in her face so kill me now it's almost like you would think it would be rory and that like oh kill me now i have to go golfing with my grandfather i'm 16 years old you know like richard said maybe she'd rather be at the mall obviously he doesn't know rory very well yet but, but he understands the general concept of teenagers i know she'd rather be at I'm the mall i'm impressed <laughs> Yeah, he, he keeps up to date. Um, <laughs> so I almost I almost thought maybe it was what you would expect Rory or what Lorelai would have expected Rory to feel. But yeah, and then I did wonder, like while watching it, if it was for, like you said, the mother of the brides, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> maybe Michelle. He was very unhappy this episode. You really got to see the Michelle sass. It was I am this starting, episode. Yes. I am starting to run out of f curse words in French that I do not know. <laughs> it's just like wow. I love man. it. He got a lot of um. He got a lot of his um. You know, like line one liners in there, and he did. He did really good. I and like we this. saw a little Showcase bit more stuff. of the blossoming relationship between Jackson and Sookie. Yes, I was thinking that it was. You know, um, it was obvious the uh, the. The comparison they were trying to make, but basically, like, she was cheating on him by buying strawberries from another vendor. Forcing her to make blueberry shortcake. Forcing her, which she did in the end. She found her strawberries. But if you'll notice, she, at the end, she made her blueberry shortcake. Even though there were beautiful, delicious strawberries there, she still... Made blueberry yeah. shortcake, she as he suggested. Loyal. Yeah. And Emily was... Tickled pink by the idea until it was a used. used. <laughs> it's not used, Mom. It's leftover. No leftovers. That's silly. It's used. It's a used <laughs> dessert. 
kind of inferring that someone ate it already and then gave it back. It was cut into, Dan. (laughs) Oh, my goodness gracious. Yes, the used dessert. So, um, not... This this has nothing to do with the overall storyline or anything like that or the deep concepts, but something I found amusing, and okay. I wouldn't have noticed this if I hadn't, you know, watched it a couple of times. Um, so when number one, when Kirk, who's also who's referred to as what well, this guy, so he's not given a name at all this time. Yeah, Last time he was Kirk. given uh, he a was Nick. Nick, that's right. Last time he was given the name of Nick. I'm amazed I remembered that. Yeah, that was really good. Um he was just referred to as this guy. Still not. I think he was more Kirk last episode than he was this episode. Um, he just didn't have that Kirk, you know, very few lines. Mm-hmm. But just the way he portrayed it, it still wasn't yet Kirk. So it was a different character. And I, I kind of wondered if that was like a, a plan that they had. He was going to show up every episode, maybe unnamed, maybe a different name, a different character. Like, I wonder if that was like something they were leaning towards until they realized like his potential of being Kirk. That would have been <laughs> genuinely funny. Speaking right. of names, though, yes, Jackson's name in real life, yeah, Jackson, yeah, Jackson Douglas. He's uh, was married to um, um, Alex Borstein. Really, and I think they. Please correct me if I'm wrong. I think they recently separated or divorced. Oh no! Yeah, so they I, were married in in real life. I will let you know that in a moment. Okay. Sean Gunn Kirk. Yes. Also, uh, from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yes, we discussed that which last time. Says in my brain, <laughs> these movie um, Gilmore Girls somehow takes place inside of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and it's just a matter of time until they have the crossover that we deserve. Um, so I am looking up I wish right you could now. see my face right now. <laughs> it's a look of confusion. <laughs> I know. So it's going to be kind of amazing. All right. I'm looking up about uh, mm-hmm. Jackson Douglas, born in 1969. Okay. He has a daughter, Henrietta Borstein mm-hmm. Douglas, who was born on October 1st, 2012. So as of 2012, oh, wow. they were still to- they were together. Right. I think it was pretty recent. If uh, unless I'm mistaken, unless I totally misread something. Okay. Uh he proposed to then girlfriend Alex Borstein mm-hmm. 24 years ago during a taping of a skit of her TV show Mad TV. What? Uh-huh. Wait, what? So how was he- was he involved in Mad TV, or did they just happen to be going out, and that's when he proposed? It, it, it doesn't say. Oh, it's no, I, I really want to know. It's IMDb trivia. Okay. He graduated from Kentridge High School okay. in Kent, Washington, and then attended Washington State University. I Okay, so uh, that was just about his uh, wife right there. Hold on. It was just uh, trivia that we already went through. Okay. Um, let's see. Son Barnaby Borstein Douglas. Oh, so <laughs> Borstein is kind of a, a either a middle name or a last name for uh, the two children. Okay. Barnaby Barnaby and Henrietta. Why do they hate their children? I have no comment. Okay, but Bar- <laughs> Barnaby isn't a name for a child. It's a name for a villain from a Dudley Do Right story. I mean, seriously, it's close to Barnabas. So it could also Saint be a name Bar- of a vampire. Barnabas is a vampire? Wait, no, Dark Shadows. Barnabas? 
Oh, we're going to have to look that up. That... No, wait, wait, wait. We're going down a rabbit hole here. Welcome to Dark Shadow Talk. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know too much about Dark uh, Shadows. Yeah, Barnaby Borstein Douglas was born September 8th, 2008. He weighed mm-hmm. in at 8 pounds, 10 oh, okay, ounces. Okay. And then uh, daughter Henrietta Borstein Douglas was born on October 1st, okay. 2012. So they're nearly exactly four years apart. Okay. Uh, it says married to Alex B- Borstein. Well, you can't go on IMDb because that doesn't have the most up to date information. No. That's it's it's like Wikipedia. Well, no, Wikipedia even has more up to date. It's right. it's like the Wikipedia that people forget about. The users make the biographies and okay. the trivia. So sure. if a user doesn't care to update it, it's not going to happen. Okay. All right. So, so let's, uh, I'm just looking up on yeah, my phone Yeah, just do here. like a general search. General search. Jackson. Jackson Douglas. Douglas and Alex Borstein. Divorce. Separation. Yep. 2017. Okay. Yeah. So they pretty separated. recent. That's sad. Yeah. And they were married for almost 20 years. They got oh, wow. married in 1999. Uh, separated, possibly divorced in 2017. Okay. Yeah, so they were married in real life. So that would have actually been interesting then if... um If she had played Sookie. Yeah, if she had played her. Um, I wonder how the dynamic would have been. Like, it's hard to imagine yeah. it being different, but I kind of wonder. But yeah, so um, anyway... She's only five feet tall. Yeah, she's kind of short, huh? Yeah. Carrying that big harp around Yeah, all the time. But yeah, so um, what I was getting to anyway was I that... Don't know. Uh, no, oh. I remember what I was getting to. Oh, okay. So anyway, <laughs> Michelle references like when Kirk shows up, Kirk shows up with some swans. Oh, Kirk, yeah, it's well, called Swan Man in this episode. He's just Swan Man. Okay, so he shows up with some swans and you see like Michelle have this like hilarious reaction to swans. Like he's like deathly afraid of them. And I don't know why this seems to be a small running theme in the Gilmore Girls. So I don't know, maybe Amy Sherman Palladino had a incident with a swan or witnessed an incident with a swan but you'll see later um that uh, the swan comes up and is important in an episode of a swan attack so what is this with swans and this show no one forgets that oh no being attacked by a band of swans was it an all-boy band kind of a <laughs> scary feather in sync fiasco this is not funny no i'm sorry it's That's not funny. funny at all the swan shrieks Michelle freaks. Oh my God, come on. You have to admit that's a little funny. <laughs> so yeah, so there's something about like swans. I don't know like- No one what, forgets that. No one forgets it. No one does forget it. So someone else in the in the series is attacked by a swan and it is a, a pretty major plot point. Um, <laughs> that's why I remember it. And that's why I didn't remember this one because obviously not a major plot point it's just a, like a kind of like a throwaway joke or comment so i just think it's kind of funny like what is it with the swans that's my big question about this episode what is it about the swans okay so we'll, <laughs> we'll, we will fi- the real mystery we will find out all right so anything uh, further to add about this no that was it for me all right well uh folks i hope that you enjoyed this uh talk uh of uh, the Gilmore Girls here on Stars Hollow Weekly, where we also went into uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe a little bit with Sean Gunn, finding out who is he this week. And, <laughs> and it, 
and also uh, your Jackson Douglas minute. Yes. Yep. <laughs> the show all about Jackson Douglas. <laughs> Come back next week when we wonder uh, what is wrong with him and his ex-wife Alex Borstein for oh naming God. their children the things that they did. And just uh, to put this out there, Jackson Douglas and Alex Borstein, if you'd ever like to come on the show, um, I will happily retract that statement. You, you just, yeah. I will retract that statement, but not, yeah. but not before. You have to come on. The, you have to. Wow. I'm just saying. I mean, Henrietta. That's not a bad name, but Barnaby. You 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 named your kid after the villain of Babes of Toyland. I mean, come on. Come on. Again, I have no comment. This, these, his, his thoughts and views do not match my thoughts and views. All right. Well, with, <laughs> well, with your your brand new hat, Rory, you look just like Tiger Woods. <gasps> Must be some hat. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. All right. Do we have a uh, do we have a closeout yet? Oh my God! We don't remember until this moment. What what did someone suggest online? That we should say, what was that? Oh, what was it? Oh my God, I forgot. It was funny too. I'm, I'm going to pause and uh, we'll come back so it's not too much waste of time. So apparently it's oi with the poodles already. That sounds pretty fitting. What What does that even mean? You'll have to wait and find out. All right, well. Here Maybe we... it's oi with the swans already. Oi. No, it, it's oi no, with the right, poodles. No, right, for this one, we have to. Oi. So, oh, we'll just change it. We'll have for, to change it. Change it for each one. Whatever we feel the the theme of that episode was, or an odd theme of that episode was. So, oi with the poodles, all, or oi with the swans already. Hold on. Let's do that again. Okay. Oi with the poodles already. <laughs> so, that's uh, that's a thing. Oi with the poodles already. Um, or. This one, oi with the swans, oi with the twins. Oi, oi with, with the twins already. Oi with the brides. Oi with the bra sizes already. <laughs> oi with the bra sizes already, indeed. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye.